What's up, everybody? I go by the name of Doggy Diamonds. You are now listening to No Filter Podcast. No filter means honesty. If you're afraid of honesty, then this ain't the podcast for you. We're going to be honest today. So according to this thing right here, it says that we're live. We are live right now. This is Doggy Diamonds No Filter, but I'm doing it live on YouTube because I want to engage my audience. I've been gone for a little while, about a, almost a month. Last thing I uploaded was August 31st. So I had to take a little break, but I'm going to get into all that in a minute. But let me just tell y'all real quick. November 18th. Saturday, November 18th, I'll be at the second annual Black Power Awards in Atlanta. It's at the Sheridan Atlanta Downtown, 165 Cortland Street, Northeast Atlanta. So, Sheridan Atlanta Downtown, 165 Cortland Street, Northeast Atlanta. I couldn't even get that out. I will be in Atlanta for the second annual. Black Power Awards. Um, I'm nominated for Broadcast Media Awards, so I'm coming down there. Can y'all hear me loud and clear out there? Can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me? I'm not doing the camera today. I don't feel like doing the camera. I ain't want to. You know what I'm saying? But I am here. You can hear the voice. You know, the voice is more important than the face for me personally. You know what I'm saying? So I'm back. You know what I'm saying? I, I had to take a little break, fell back from a little bit, you know, fell back for a little bit. Um, I had to, you know what I'm saying? And and I wanted to say something to y'all, you know, as people, you know, when I see, when I speak for people, I speak for black people. Sometimes you got to fall back a little bit. Um, I went on vacation. I went to Cancun. I never been out of the country in my whole life. You know, so that was just important for me to step back from all of this, you know, this this craziness that's going on on the Internet in our town and and all over. So I just stepped back for a little while and just finally took a vacation, finally went off the grid, finally cut my phones off, finally didn't have access to the Internet. It just actually just went somewhere and just really just, you know, was able to just enjoy myself, you know, without the hustle and bustle, living in New York City, worried about, you know, uh, who I'm going to interview next, worried about all this weak ass, you know, shit, shit. I'm trying not to curse because YouTube is getting crazy with the cursing, but um, just worried about all the madness that's going on um, with this entertainment thing. So I just took a vacation, man. And I think for black people, um, most of us, you know, um, I, I've traveled a lot in my life, but it's always been within the United States. So I've been to almost all, you know, all the states in the, in the U.S. But um, what I'm saying is that you got to travel. You got to go other places. You got to see other things because a lot of times, you know, you get so caught up in what's going on in your immediate surroundings. You forget that it's a whole world out there. And, and when you go other places and you see the, the hospitality and the common courtesy that people have for you, you'd be like, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's really, you know, it's, it's not, uh, it's not as crazy around the world as I, you know, as in, in my little world. Cause a lot of times you stuck in a bubble. You know, you're stuck in what's going on in your in your life, you know, your your uh your job, your relationship, your children, your your living quarters, you're stuck there. So a lot of times you gotta go around, man. You gotta go, you know, you gotta go out. And and when I was sitting back, when I came back, I just sat back and watched what was going on. You know, I I, I didn't really, you know, I I I popped my head out a little bit on Twitter. And and um, you know, Instagram and Facebook, but I was just really watching what's going on. And you know, the funniest shit is that I didn't really miss nothing. You know what I'm saying? It, it's it's still the same shit. It's still the same, you know, uh a lot of the same corny shit going on. So 
one of my homies, shout out to man, when I hit him, I, when I first took my phone off airplane mode and I touched down, I said, yo, what's going on? He said, yo, you ain't miss shit. You didn't miss anything. And I'm like, damn, like I just went to a whole different time zone and, you know, got sun and, 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 um, you know, it was just in a whole different mental space. And then you come back to just stagnation and just people, I don't even know if that's a word, but just people being stagnant and not really doing anything. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of crazy to me, you know? So, um, yeah, you know, so, so that was really it. So I had a few topics that I wanted to talk about today. You know, um, one being the whole Cardi B craze that's going on. And, um, a lot of people are, 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 you know, congratulating her. And I guess, you know, when you get a number one album, uh, in the in the in the world, I guess it's the world of the country. I don't know. I don't pay attention to Billboard like that. But regardless of what everybody's saying, you know, congratulations to Cardi B. She got the number one record, whatever the case may be. Um, salute to her. You know, um, congratulations. If you know if that's her accomplishment, that's her accomplishment. But I see a lot of people that's. Um, taking her accomplishment and acting like it's theirs, like they accomplished something by her going number one. And I guess if you purchased it or you streamed it or you contributed to her being number one, I guess you can feel like you accomplished something. And I had put something out there on Facebook yesterday about how I see people congratulating her and they don't know her. She's never going to respond to you, but their friends and their peers and their loved ones are making positive strides within the community and doing various things and they don't congratulate their own people, but they congratulate strangers. And I just think that's very, very strange. I think it's crazy that we live in a society where we see people that we know doing things that are positive and we don't support their efforts. You know, we, we're so busy. We're infatuated with strangers. We're infatuated with people that we don't know, hoping to get a retweet or hoping to get some type of acknowledgement from somebody we don't know, but somebody that we know, somebody that we we, we know that's busting their ass the same. We don't say nothing to them. We act like we don't see it. It's not important because they're not in the so-called spotlight. So today, what I wanted to do, I wanted to give love to those who deserve love. And when I say those who deserve love, I'm talking about women, you know, because this whole women's thing, you know, this whole women's Susan B. Anthony, women's liberation feminist thing, I be seeing it happen and sometimes I'll be like, eh, it's kind of fake. You know, it's like a fad thing going on. But to me, the women that deserve our love and our support is the mother that got up this morning, got her two, three, four, or one child up for school, fed them, clothed them, took them to school, by themselves, then picked them up, did homework, fed them, watched a little bit of TV with them, read to them, and put them to sleep and did that over and over and over again. And does this and do this every day. That's who we need to celebrate. We need to celebrate the school crossing guards, the women that's making sure that your children are getting across the street. And not getting hit by cars when you can't sometimes uh, walk them to school and, and you let them walk by themselves. And, you you know, you entrust, you know, you put the trust in that um, crossing guard and then making sure your children get across the street. Salute to them. Salute to the 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 uh, the bus driver that when you get on a bus. And you thought you had money on your Metro car for us New Yorkers and you was short. And she said, go ahead, don't worry about it. Salute to her. Salute to all the working women who are not doing any extracurricular activity to earn money. They're getting it open, honest. They're getting it the old-fashioned way. They're taking the third shift. They're taking a, 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 a fourth shift. They haven't even seen their children sometimes in days, and they're getting help from their community with their children because they're doing things to provide for their children. Salute to them. Salute to real women who don't have any plastic in their body, who don't have any 
injections in their body, who don't have any of those things. Salute to the women that are going to the gym when they get a chance. Salute to the women that are eating correctly. Salute to the women who might be a little overweight because they put so much time into their children and their family that they neglect their self a little bit and they want to get back on their thing, but they don't have the time to really reflect and, and, and work on themselves because they're so busy working on their family. Salute to them. Salute to the women that's in motor vehicle that lets you skip the line, that helped you get your license. Or, you know, salute to the court officer that might have came and brought you another extra sandwich or, you know, got you an extra juice or something like that and believe that you're innocent and didn't treat you like a piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? Salute to them. So salute to the women that's like your mother who laughed with you, who, who cried with you, who scolded you, who's, who spanked you, who bigged you up, who was proud at your graduation, who, who, who was there for you, even at your roughest times, your wrongest times. So like my thing is, I'm just at the point where why we keep celebrating they have a certain stature, but we're not celebrating the everyday people. You know, sometimes when I'm in the train, when I'm on the train and I see a female, regardless, it's not even about trying to holler. I always say, do you want my seat? I'm a man. I could stand up. You know what I'm saying? I stand up. You sit down. I stand up. It's not a big deal. Salute to the servers. When you're going out, and you're going to get you something to eat. And they say, hello, my name is such and such. I'll be your server today. Can I start you off with something to drink? Salute to them. Because they could be doing so many things to earn money, but they might be doing something where they're working off tips. And they come in every day to work. And they're working off tips to survive. And they refuse to go dance on anybody's table or anybody's nightclub or, you know, because I don't want to send a message that this is the way you're going to make it. Like if she did it and she comes from Instagram to being a stripper, to getting on TV, to then going to do records, that's the way to make it. No, no, no. That's not what your mother did. That's not what your mother did. That's not what your grandmother did. That's not what your aunts did. That's not what your cousins is doing. And that's what that's not what a lot of women these days are doing. I know women who work jobs, who go to work, you know, and I'm not saying that some entertainers don't go to work because it is work to be an entertainer. It takes a lot of work, but it's a lot of shortcuts and a lot of shortcomings. And it's a lot of things that women are doing they might not be proud of to make it. And then what's happening in that, what's happening is that what you deem making it, they're telling you, you ain't shit now. You didn't make it because you don't have four cars and you wasn't able to buy this new car. And you don't have this big home. So your apartment is not good enough anymore. And you're starting out to feel adequate because for you don't have these extravagant, lavish things. So what's happening with the young females that's coming up? The young females is coming up and they're saying, well, hey, I don't want to be like my mother. I don't want to be like my grandmother. I don't want to be like my aunt. I don't want to know how to sew. I don't want to know how to uh, crochet. I don't want to know how to cook. Half the women can't even cook. You know what I'm saying? Crazy is that half of these women can't even cook. So I don't want to be like that. Because there's no money in that. There's no fame. There's no stature in that. But in cooking, in sewing, in laughing and reading, there's love in that. And I think that's what's missing. Love in cherishing your family and just the whole structure of togetherness and fun. So what's happening is that the young girls are saying, damn, I'm 12 years old. 
And I'm flat chested. So all I got to do is get some implants. And this is being embedded in children right now. Because what they got right now, they got for the pussy challenge. For the dick challenge. So what happens when the little girls are saying what she'll do for the dick? You know what I'm saying? See, the things that they're seeing and hearing is not censored anymore. It's not being, you know, broadcasted to them via adult thing and you have to find it. No, it's right in the open. You could click on Instagram and see anything. It's a hashtag. You could follow hashtag and see anything. So what happens when the children start to emulate what the adults are doing? That's a problem. You know, uh, and I'm disappointed in Erica Badu. I could say that, you know, you know, publicly. I'm very disappointed in her because she's a mother, you know, and I'm saying you can't have fun and enjoy yourself. But, you know, some women we hold in such uh, high regards and high standards that they forget how we view them. And maybe they don't deserve that viewing that we give them sometimes. But, you know. When you look at Erica Badu, uh, Serena Williams, and, and certain black women, we always held them in a certain standards of like queen mothers. Like this is black excellence. This is a strong black woman. And then they do stuff that's so low and vibrate so low. And you like, damn, not you too. You know what I'm saying? If you listen, we all might do something in the confines of our home. That, you know, the public, you know, some people fought, you know, you don't go on camera and fart or burp or do, you know, pick, you know, dig up your nose and stuff. Some people fart. But it's a time and a place for everything. And I just think now it's like anything goes. So people that you once held in high regard and you look at as somebody that should be held in this in this high esteem, they doing low vibration things. And it's and it's like, damn, like. What happened? You know, like you doing stuff for a like, you know what I'm saying? This like, this uh, share, all these things are just corrupting good people, you know? And um, that's why I fell back for a little bit because I had to, you know, get centered and say, damn, like, am I becoming a part of what's, you know, that I see a problem? I, is this sucking me in? You know what I'm saying? Is this sucking me into this? Am I getting sucked into this world that I know that I'm against it? I know I have no business being a part of. And I'm just the type of person that I just I just quit or dip off the scene before I get caught up in certain things. I, I, you know. It, it can't it can't catch me like that. You know what I'm saying? I, I know a little bit, you know, once you have knowledge yourself. You can't not have knowledge yourself, but I just see a lot of people doing things that. It's not really, it's not really righteous, you know, and they doing it for likes and clicks and all that. But back to celebrating the hardworking women, because, you know, I, I talk for a living, so sometimes I could get off topic. But back to the hardworking women, man, you know, salute to that grandmother right now that's watching while the mother's at and the father's at work. Salute to the grandmother. You know, um, grandmothers are so important, you know, and, and fortunate, I'm fortunate enough to still have my grandmother and I just know what she means to my family, you know? So for anybody out there who had, who still has their grandmother and, um, condolences to anybody who's lost their grandmother, I know how important grandmothers are to your family. So salute to all the grandmothers right now who set the standard of hard work you know, dedication and honesty that she tried to instill or instilled in her children and is being carried on throughout generations, you know. So salute to, you know, to, to the grandmothers that's, you know, adding on and, you know, that got some of them down home ways that we look at like, man, that's crazy. You know, when the baby is, uh, when the baby is, is got the hiccups, and they and they lick the the paper bag and put the 
the paper bag on the uh, the baby head, you know, a little piece. And they got these superstitions that, believe it or not, work. Salute to the grandmothers that when you sick, they got that right remedy that cure you every time. And sometimes it's not even a medicine. It's not a drink. It's not a food. It's just comfort. You know, everybody in my family could tell you that when we get at our lowest point, we just go be around our, our grandmother. You know, everybody in my whole family, you know, go, go under my grandmother. We just go see her, go visit her and talk to her. And, you know, sometimes it's so soothing. So salute to the grandmothers. Salute to the aunts out there who, especially in my position in, in my life, who my mother passed away when I was a baby. So salute to the aunts who stepped in and played the role of mother to their sister's children. Salute to the aunts who, who stepped in and, and, and have their own children. But they took in their nieces and their nephews like it was their own and didn't show any favoritism. Salute to them. Salute to every woman right now who's in a grocery store and got the baby in the stroller and pushing the cart at the same time. And they got to go home and unpack the groceries and still cook and still do homework. And they just got off work. Salute to them. All the women who refuse to take a shortcut. Salute to all the women who refuse to take a shortcut to make sure their family have. They're not doing no for the dick challenge to feed their children. They'll take an extra job, you know, because there is, I see when, you know, I, I frequent um, shopping areas because, you know, I'm a professional window shopper. I'm not a buyer, but I'm a window shopper. And um, when you see, a woman and she might be like 56 years old working in Target. And you like, you know, grandma's up there, but she's still working. I like that. I'd be like, you know, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? Because she's doing what she has to do to provide for her family. But we can't let society determine what a real woman is based off of entertainment, because that's not real. You know, this whole entertainment thing is smoke and mirrors, you know? And if we let them, they're going to start making us believe that real women are the Amber Roses and the Kim Kardashians and these type of women. And I'm not here to say whether they're real women or not real women, because I'm pretty sure they're real to certain people, but nobody is realer than my grandmother. And my grandmother never posed topless. <laughs> my grandmother never, you know what I'm saying? My grandmother never had a sex tape, you know? So that's real to me. You know, that's real. And I watched my grandmother take care of the neighborhood children, the neighborhood children, feed children that might've came from a different area and was hungry and she fed them too. That's real women right there. That's real women. That's, that's who I want to celebrate. That's who I, I, I think we should look up to. And we should be making memes about and tweeting about and Facebook posts about. Not these women who cut in corners and openly admitting that they gave head and they did this and did that to get where they at. That's not real to me. That's not real to me. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all the single mothers who worked out what they got to work out and they're not together with their child's father anymore. And they still said, I'm not putting you on child support. We going to work this out. And we're going to do what we got to do to raise our children together without the system. We're not going to the system. We're not going to the courts. We're going to work out what we got to work out for our children without the government telling me what my child is worth. 
Patreon account is Doggy Diamonds No Filter. Patreon.com, Doggy Diamonds No Filter. I created a Patreon account so you can help me on my journey creating this podcast and keeping this content flowing on YouTube. As everybody know, YouTube has been on an ad strike, so it's been really, really rough providing content without getting paid for it. So that's basically what's been happening to a lot of us. So I want to keep the content going, keep the content flowing. I'm not in the ad network. I'm not in a major podcast network or anything like that. I don't have any sponsors. I'm looking for sponsorships. So in the meantime, I'm going to need your help. You could donate a little as a dollar a month. That's only $12 a year. $2 a month. That's only $24 a year to the Patreon account. And I'm going to give you exclusive content that nobody else is going to get to see. Thank you for all your support. The link is in the description box for the Patreon account. Peace. Shout out to those women who never went and who never stepped foot in that court and went to the, to the government and worked out what they had to work out with their baby father. Shout out to those who knew that their baby father, their child's father, was in a destitute situation where he might not even had it or might not been in a position to provide for the child a certain way. And she still took him, took him off child support so he wouldn't go to jail and he could get himself together. Or got rid of some of those arrears that the government put on him so he could get himself together so he didn't lose his license, so he'll lose his job. And they worked it out and got it together. Shout out to those women. Not these money-grubbing, money-hungry women who don't even want the money for the children anymore. They want the money for themselves. Shout out to the women who, when the the, the brothers is out there in the struggle, in the fight, they hold the family down. Some Some of us know people that are political prisoners. I'm not talking about Ray Ray that got locked up because he was selling crack and, and everybody's talking about free Ray Ray. No, I'm talking about the homie that was on the front line for the struggle for the people and been in jail for, 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 for years. And his woman still held him down, still hold him down, still hold the family down. Shout out, shout out to her. Shout out to the Coretta Scott Kings, the Betty Shabazzes. Where those women at? And we don't see that no more. All we see is stop behavior, ratchet behavior, and hoes. So the young women coming up, they're going to think, well, this is what I got to do to get it. They don't even know who Coretta Scott King is. And, hey, Martin Luther King might have had infidelity issues. He might have been, you know, uh, stepping out on her. You never heard it from her. You never seen it in her behavior. You know? So at the end of the day, I'm into saluting people who deserve salutations for being real and accomplishing real things that affect us as a society. That's adding on to what's going on in society. Not people who or doing and and doing superficial things and we're congratulating that? How you congratulate somebody you don't know and you never congratulated your own mother for being your mother? And some of y'all are just straight up, you know, not my audience, but some people are just straight up mess ups. You know the word I really want to say. And your mother still was there for you. Your mother still came to every court visit, every jail visit. Took them prepaid collect calls. Took them collect calls from you. Wrote you. And you ain't saluting your mother. You saluting somebody you don't know. That's crazy to me. So I really, really had to get that out. You know what I'm saying? Um, It was bothering me. And I sat back, you know, and and I was just peeping a lot of stuff. And I was like, yo, when when you finally come back and you finally, you know, talk to the people. Uh, you got to talk about something real. You know, I don't want to talk about nothing superficial with entertainment or nothing like that. I want to talk about something real. So again, November 18th, I will be in Atlanta for the second annual Black Power Awards. I'm up for an award, Broadcast Media Award. Thank you to everybody who nominated me 
you know, it's nothing bigger than me being nominated for a Black Power Award. I don't care if I win. It's just the acknowledgement from my peers, my people saying, yo, Black Power Award, you're nominated for one of those. So when I heard that, man, I, you know, that was probably one of the most happiest moments of my life because the Black Power Awards should be our Grammys. It should be our American, you know, music awards and our VMAs and all that. This is something that says Black Power. You know what I'm saying? Black Power. And I'm nominated for an award. But it's at the Sheridan, downtown Atlanta, 165 Cortland Street, Street, Northeast Atlanta. Um, you can go to blackpowerwars.com. The event starts at 12 noon. The ceremony begins at 4 p.m. I'm gonna be there. Um, the phone number is 404-439-1044. That's 404-439-1044. And I definitely be in Atlanta for the Black Power Awards, like I said. I'm nominated for uh, an award. I don't care. It's not about me winning. It's just the fact that I'm even nominated and I'm acknowledged because this is what we do. We want to be acknowledged by our peers. So that's dope. Another thing I wanted to talk about, the hot topic besides the whole Cardi B number one thing is the whole kneeling thing. I got mixed reviews about kneeling. I understand why everybody is kneeling, but I think the kneeling thing has been hijacked. I think the kneeling thing has been changed. The the course and the original meaning of why he took a knee has been changed. Um, To me, The problem I have with kneeling, period, is kneeling is a symbol of submission to me. I refuse to get on my knees. When you kneel and you pray, you submitting to your God. You speaking to your God. When you kneel before a woman and you get on one knee and you propose to them, you submitting to them and professing your love to them. So I'm not really into kneeling, me personally. I kind of like when Colin Kaepernick was just sitting and just not acknowledging it. Um, I feel like nobody was kneeling with him when he was kneeling, Colin Kaepernick. Now everybody's kneeling. But now they're kneeling in unity, in unison to save the NFL but not kneeling why he was originally kneeling. He was originally kneeling to combat police brutality and combat, you know, the injustices that was happening to black men, women, and children across the United States and the world. That's why he protested the national anthem, not really the flag. So they're making it about the flag. They're making it about, the NFL, but that's not why he kneeled. So where was Ray Lewis and some of these other people? You know, you see Jerry Jones. So Jerry Jones, the the uh the the um the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. If you want to kneel now, why don't you hire Colin Kaepernick to be a backup quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys? If you if kneeling is the thing now. Because he's so-called blackballed because he kneeled, right? He, you know, he disrespected the NFL. He disrespected the flag. Uh, why don't you give him a job? So if kneeling is okay now, then that means none of, none of the NFL owners see anything wrong with him kneeling in the first place. Because now everybody else is kneeling. So. If kneeling is okay, can he get a job now? But the kneeling has been hijacked in 45. I refuse to say his name because, you know, when you talk bad about certain people, you got to be careful because some folks will come knock on your door. And I wanted to say that to the people, too. I see a lot of people sending direct tweets to 4-5 and y'all saying some crazy things. You got to be careful because he's still the commander in chief of the country. And, um, 
a lot of repercussions could come from you stating your opinion about somebody that powerful. And depending on what you say, they could come knock on your door. So be careful, you know, express your views, but be careful. And I don't want y'all to be so over emotional that you let anger supersede your judgment and you're so emotional that you do dumb things. And I know what it's like to be emotional, but I don't know what it's like to be emotional and be stupid. You know, so don't let your emotions get the best of you because I understand. I understand your emotion. I understand your sentiment. I understand why you feel the way you feel. But you got to be careful when you're talking about this man. So, um, <clears throat> so, um, what I wanted to say was he hijacked everything. And now kneeling is about the NFL. It's not about the injustices of our people anymore. It's about the NFL. And that's very corny to me. You know, so once you see Jerry Jones, once you see certain people kneeling, you no longer should take a knee. You no longer should, you shouldn't have kneeled in the first place, in my opinion. Though. That's just my opinion. But you definitely should not do anything that the oppressors are doing if they're not going to understand why you were doing it in the first place. So it became uh like the Malcolm X hats in the in the in the um early 90s, you know, it became like the black medallions, it became about the symbolism and not about the actual message anymore. You know, take a knee became a hashtag. So anybody could take a knee now. But why exactly are you taking the knee? Are you taking the knee because you are protesting police brutality and police murder of black men, women, and children? No, you're taking a knee because 4-5 said something about the NFL and you want to show solidarity with the damn players and the players want to show solidarity to each other and the NFL as a whole. So now everybody's on their knees. Some people are on two knees. So now it got, now it's whack. It's almost like when Miley Cyrus started twerking. It's like, okay, twerking is dead now. Once they get a hold of it, it's a wrap. You know what I'm saying? It's a wrap. So a lot of things that we do, uh, it always gets hijacked and the meaning gets changed from its original meaning to what they wanted to mean. For example, um, when I was younger, I didn't know much about protests, marches or anything. I seen, you know, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King march. Uh, but I ain't know nothing about marching anything. I didn't know what it was about. So I remember Yusef Hawkins got killed. I was a little kid. Yusef Hawkins got killed and they were marching down, you know, Fulton street. And, um, I remember we was outside on the corner drinking forties. I was too young to be drinking forties at the time, but I was out there drinking forties and we was just on the block, you know, doing, you know, doing, Dumb, you know, stupid stuff, stupid stuff that, you know, the youth did at that time. And they was marching and they and they had the Yusef, Haw Yusef um, Hawkins signs up and they had, you know, you know, uh, banners and stuff. And I was like, oh, wow. So was they march? You know, we joined the march. You know, it was like, yeah, Yusef Hawkins. You know, I heard about it on the news, heard about what happened. It was messed up. So we marching. Now, as we're marching. You know, we're young black men full of anger and 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 malt liquor and, and we ready to go. So we like, yo, let's start the revolution. Yo, it's time for the revolution. But as we're saying that, we notice about eight white people joined the march and they had their own signs. The signs had nothing to do with the March and what the march was about. The march was about Yusef Hawkins, but they was on there for their own thing. So what they did was they used the numbers of the march. And from the outside looking in, you would think that we're all marching with them for them because they had the bigger signs, the biggest banners. Uh, I believe they had a megaphone. So if you didn't know any better, you would really think that we're marching with them 
And as we're saying, let's start the revolution. They're like, no, no revolution. Let's start the revelation. Come to the Lord and all that. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I hear what you're saying. But we talking about Yusef Hawkins. Everybody talking about no justice, no peace. So what is no peace? What's the opposite of peace? War. War. And it's how you war. You know, so... um. They hijack the march, basically, you know, and a lot of things that we do, it becomes commercialized and they hijack it. So now a knee is symbol symbolic with Colin Kaepernick. You know, um, we have to be careful. You know what I'm saying? We have to be careful about this inclusion and these numbers things, because when the numbers come, when the numbers come, and our and our protests and our marches, they always hijack it and make it about what they want it to be about and not what it's really about. So y'all have to be careful. You know what I'm saying? Y'all really, really have to be careful. So like I said, for me personally, I say to everybody, get up off your knees. With Mayor de Blasio, the mayor of New York City, didn't stand with the police and he made a speech. You know what they did? They all turned his back. They all turned their back to him. And that was so disrespectful to me. They all turned their back. And I was like, damn, in unison, they all, I was like, yo, that's disrespectful. So to me, you want to protest? Don't go on your knees. Don't get on your knees. Stand up, stand up like, you know, like a man and woman, turn your back. In the hood, we got a saying, you're part in my back. That's just so disrespectful. When you turn your back to somebody, it's very, very disrespectful. So when they're singing a national anthem or whatever, don't get on a knee, turn your back. Go sit down. Get off your knees. Stand up. Stand up. Stand tall. Stand proud. Don't go into the sign and look like you're submitting. Get off your knees. Stand up. Turn your back. Give them your back. Give them your back. That's what I say. That's what I would do. And I mean, honestly, nobody pledges allegiance anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, like truthfully, nobody pledges allegiance. Like, I'm not pledging allegiance to no damn flag unless it's the red, black, and green. And that's just reality of it. So I'm not pledging allegiance to a flag anyway. But um, I thank y'all for joining me. I'm Doggy Diamonds. This is Doggy Diamonds, no filter. Y'all are part of episode 37. This is going to be on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. Shout out to some people in the room who's here with me. Peace Bringer 200, Virgo Smith, Lucci, Alexis M, Miss Candace, Sonny J, uh, S Double, Dr. Yaya was in the room, Sci Fi Living was in the room. I seen Haven Bullets in here, uh, Rashad Lewis. How we got the same last name and we ain't related? <laughs> We got Harris 2820. That's how eight is in the room. Uh, Clears Kent in the room. And these are all the people that's on YouTube right now listening to me live. I didn't do no video. I just did audio. Because, um, you know, we got to start letting our voice be heard. You know what I'm saying? So we got to speak more and stop always looking like clowns and coons sometimes. We got to talk and talk proud, talk articulate. And talk, you know, strong. So we got RBG in the room. Uh, who else we got here? Come on, give me some, give me some number ones or something. Give me a peace sign so I can shout y'all out. We got a few, we got a lot of, you know, we got a lot of people in the room. I want to shout you out. You know, um, start using your voice, man. Start using your voice. We got Tracy Lane in the building. We got Ian Doe in the building. Who else we got up in here? Come on, man. I got to go. <laughs> I'm not going to be staying. 
We got Evan Perez in the room. Oh, when I see your name like Perez and I see um, names like that, shout out to our brothers and sisters in Puerto Rico that's going through it right now. That's dealing with a difficult time. A lot of them don't have food, water, lights, you know, um, you know, um, I, I just, you know, I feel bad, you know, shout out to them. No, y'all going to get through it. You know, keep, you know, keep, you know, just keep fighting. You know, uh, we got Louise Robinson, Anthony Dawkins, Nikita Wiggins, uh, Jeremology, uh, Kawana Bryant, Lafayette the Great, 97MA, Miss Chocolate Divine, North Philadelphia, 1993, Mad Money from Jersey City, QB Brainstorm, Cool Row, Lady E, Tracy Lane, Trife Mack, South Dakota in the building, BK Hizzo. You know, uh, yes, I'm going to be working on some live taping soon. Like I said, I took a break because in my whole life of being in entertainment, I've never taken a break. I've always just not have done certain things and finagled it into something else, but I've never stopped. So I just needed five days to stop. And then I needed some days to just reflect and get it together. And shout out to everybody who watched the last um, interview I did with brother Sankofa. There's more to that. That interview was so dope. I got so much interviews that I'm coming out with, you know, uh, that I've been had, that I've been supposed to get to y'all. Those are coming soon. Salute to everybody who saluted, I mean, who supported the Patreon. Thank you very much. Salute to everybody who subscribed on iTunes. The Doggy Diamonds No Filter. Salute to everybody who subscribed on SoundCloud. Doggy Diamonds No Filter. Salute to everybody who is subscribed on Google Play. Doggy Diamonds No Filter. Um, Rafiq Robinson in the building. You know, shout out to everybody who's supporting me. I do all this independent. I do not have no uh, government funding, no corporate funding. Uh, it's just from me to y'all, from y'all to me. And that's so dope because um, nobody could tell us what to do and how to correspond with one another and what messages we could send to one another because they're paying for it. So that's why you get certain content from me because nobody is paying for it. The people are supporting it. So when the people support it, you get to get exactly what you want. Once corporations support it, they're going to tell you what they think the people should have. So that's why you might have seen certain people who start out one way. And then once they get the corporate sponsors involved, the message gets watered down because corporate America is not here to enlighten you. It's here to frighten you. You know, so we got DeAndre Jacob in the building, Albany Project. Shout out to all the people in Albany. No, rest in peace, half a mil. No, the Lord Jamal didn't drop yet. I got a nice series that I'm doing. Like, what? I've been working hard. I've been brainstorming, plotting my little comeback of how I was going to represent what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? After I get off with y'all, I'm going to the gym. You know what I'm saying? I'm still uh, maintaining, you know, my lifestyle and everything like that or how I carry myself. I went away on vacation, y'all. I gained like 12 pounds. I lost all of that in like a few days. No lie. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm back, you know, stronger, bigger than ever with a lot. And, um, I just can't wait to present content I have for y'all because I do have a lot of, um, content and shout out to Ali Vegas, man. Yo, we made history. Me and Ali Vegas episode, you know, portion of his almost had a million views. Do you know how crazy that is to do almost do a million views with somebody who they wrote off and said is not uh, relevant or they don't care about. And it almost was watched a million times, almost at like 850,000 views right now. And it'll be at a million soon. Do you know how crazy that is? And I don't have these so-called A-list artists on my show. I'm not in a podcast network. I'm not on network TV. I'm not on terrestrial radio. I'm not on Sirius Satellite. I'm a brother who's doing stuff out of an office that he pays for monthly in Brooklyn and almost do a million views. You know how crazy that is? You know how crazy that is? You know what I'm saying? So I thank y'all, man, because without y'all supporting me and subscribing 
and retweeting and making Instagrams and, and following me on Facebook and doing what y'all do, yo, I wouldn't be in this position. And I'm humble and I'm grateful that I know I can talk directly with the people. And I've always been transparent with y'all. You know, my good, my bad, my ugly, my happy, my sad or whatever. So I know that's why I get a lot of respect from the people because I've always kept it real. Even when I'm being a maniac sometimes, sometimes I like to have fun. You know, uh, I wear my shades because I always got bags under my eyes because I don't sleep. I'm always working. Y'all rode my bike to Harlem the other day, 23 miles from downtown Brooklyn to Harlem and back. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the UK, man. I can't wait to come out there and see y'all in the UK, man. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to all the um, the 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 people in the ghettos in the slum that exists all over the world, man. The world is a ghetto. Shout out to all the brothers in the UK that's trying to make it. You know what I'm saying? Who's who's busting their ass every day? And and one day, yo, I want to know who the hot rappers are in the UK that's underground who didn't make it. Uh. To the to the mainstream that like I, I love the way the dudes rap in the UK. You know what I'm saying? Uh oh, I got a uh, imp, I got a um a machine too. So um I got a lot going on, you know. So like I said, I'm just happy that y'all rocking with me. You know what I'm saying? I love the UK. I love black people all over the globe. You know what I'm saying? All over the globe. I don't care where you at. If you in Canada, if you in the UK. If you in the U.S. Virgin Islands, if you in uh, 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 St. Martin, wherever you at, I love black people all over the globe. And I do this for y'all. And I just hope, you know, most of the time I'm making y'all proud because sometimes, you know, we all get our little idiot moments. You know what I'm saying? But hope overall, y'all understand me. It's a method to the madness with me. Always know that. I'm never dancing the jig. I'm never buck dancing. I'm never doing no madness. It's a method to this. And um, that's what it's all about. So I thank y'all for joining me today. Doggy Diamonds No Filter Podcast. If you hear this um, on the YouTube right now, if you want to play back later and you don't have access to uh, YouTube, you could um, listen to me on SoundCloud. Uh, you could listen to me on iTunes. You could listen to me on Google Play. I'm on all those platforms. Doggy Dom is no filter. Thank y'all. Y'all have a good night. I'm about to get up out of here, go to the gym, run on this uh, elliptical machine for an hour. I'm going to do an hour today. You know what I'm saying? And um, I hope y'all, you know, hope y'all enjoy y'all night. Some of y'all are hours behind me. Some of y'all are before uh, uh, before me, ahead of me. And um, I hope y'all have a, you know, a good night. You know, drink y'all water, mind your business. And uh, <laughs> drink your water, mind your business, and handle your business. I'm out of here. Peace. Until next time. Doggy Dime is no filter. I'll be back. I won't be no long breaks for me. I'm I'm back on here on a regular, and I'm going to turn the camera on for the next couple of episodes. So um, I salute y'all, and thank y'all for joining me tonight. Peace. All right, all right. I got to get the fuck out of here. Thank you for listening to Doggy Diamonds No Filter Podcast. If you like this podcast, make sure you share this. Spread the word. Talk about it. Argue with me. I don't give a fuck what you do. Leave a comment. This is Doggy Diamonds. I'm out of here. See you on the next podcast. Peace. Doggy Diamonds did this.